Welcome to The Hunter's Home, a Monster Hunter community podcast for hunters by hunters. Hunters and welcome to Hunters Hub episode four. Today it's just four twan as your uh, as your host, but we are joined by Loberin again. Hello, and Zekrum Zero, who we're going to refer to as Zekrum. Hello, everyone. Hi, welcome. Um, so today we're going to get into some uh, fun uh, mind exercises, kind of uh, for them. I've thought about these questions a bit. But I just kind of want to get uh, get sort of an idea of what other people think about this idea, and it's not, it's not a really serious episode, so don't worry about that. Um, but before anything, we always like to have our newer guests introduce themselves. A lot of people have already been introduced to Lober, and I do believe that has that happened already in our, our new iteration of this Lobo. Uh, yeah, I've introduced myself. We went over what game I started in. And uh, what my favorite weapon and my favorite monsters are. Is that happened since the rebrand, though? I don't believe so. So we probably have to have you go through it at least real quick. That's fine. Um, so Loberin, um, where did you start playing Monster Hunter? So I originally started it back in Monster Hunter Try. And by started, I mean, like, touched it for an hour and was like, I'm not going to play this game series. And then I put it down. And then a year or so later... I think I have no idea. Um, For you came out and I had a 3ds. So I picked it up and tried it again and it was a much different experience. And I enjoyed it and put hundreds of hours into it. And so that's where I actually started. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad place to start. It's a good one. Um, So Zekrom, where did you start in the monster hunter series? Well, I mean, I don't want to take too much time of, but uh, I, I'm very much the same in which the first time I ever touched Monster Hunter, I was at a friend's house and he was playing Try on the Wii. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But my first like real deep dive into it was 3 Ultimate for the 3DS. Okay. Yeah, uh, it's a good one also. Um, up until... Uh, I, I It's toss-up between For You and Generations being my favorite, but... I, I've always felt like every newest Monster Hunter has been my favorite, but the one that really floored me was 3U. That was the one I was so excited for. Yeah, uh, the wait time between Try and 3U was a lot larger than like any game before it or after it. Isn't it? Is that right? From what I remember. Yes, uh, four years. But wow, yeah, it no, was insanely uh, long. It's because like I had a 3DS. I didn't really like. It was still early on in the years, like, because the 3DS started off pretty rough with, like, only a few games until Nintendo started ramping up. But then Monster Hunter really gave me, like, I think 700 hours on the 3DS alone. And then I ended up moving it over because I bought the game again on the Wii U because I was like, oh, I want to go online. Because it was only local play on the 3DS, if I remember correctly. Yes. Um, yeah, only Wi-Fi. Although you could, uh, still only Wi-Fi, but you could also link play with a Wii U. Right, yes. So I got a Wii U, uh, regrettably. <laughs> Not that bad, but still. And then I rebought 3U just because I wanted to have like a nice shiny coat of paint. And then I played even more. And then I remember mm-hmm. getting like, I remember I got pretty far. Like I unlocked Abyssal Laggy and Lucid Narga. And Lucid Narga was so fun to me. Just like, I mean, it seems like a little annoying, but I just got so good at like farming that. And then Abyssal Laggy is so. I don't think I like that fight because I don't like I didn't like the water that they introduced. You're not alone. <laughs> a lot of people don't like it. I'm okay with it. But... I was able to kind of do it, but that was playing on the three ultimate. I don't know how anybody did it on a 3ds with a 3ds as a controller. Oh, a funny story. I'm one of those weirdos who actually bought a Circle Pad Pro, and just because like I really needed that complete experience on Monster Hunter. 
On top of that, your hands. I had one too. Yeah. On top of that, your hands would cramp up uh, if you played for long hours of time. So you kind of needed the extra handle of fat from the Circle Pad Pro. Because mm. I heard lots of stories about the claw, but I've never experienced the claw because I never did it. You know, I never played on the PSP. I definitely experienced the claw, and I did it for a little while, and it's just like it's. Basically, your brain just figures out, like, this is the most optimal way to hold your hand and still do everything. Mm. Eventually, I was, screw this, and I stopped doing it, and I adjusted all of my camera controls by tapping L. I just recentered on myself. When I finally learned, because I do, you know, gunning a lot, when I finally learned that as long as you know where the monster is, it's perfectly okay to just shoot at the screen even if you're not looking directly at the monster, and if you know precise about where it is, you can still do damage pretty well and then just kind of adjust when you're free. Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> cool. So into our next question uh, for introductions. Logren, what are your top three monsters? So top three monsters, I, I honestly like the Legiacris a lot. But that's because mm-hmm. I never played, fought him in three any of the three games. I only got to fight him, you know, in generations off, on land, and he's super fun mm. <laughs> on land. And I love the look of his weapons. Um, next, I'd probably say Bubble Dragon. I, I think I just kind of like Leviathans in general. Mm. Uh, Mitsune, for those who don't know, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mitsune. Um, just because I like the look, I like the color. I like how they fight. I haven't gotten to fight the uh, the special variant in um, Double Cross. Double Cross. I was I was trying to remember what it was called in English, and I forgot that it doesn't exist yet. <laughs> um, but yeah, I haven't gotten to fight the one in Double Cross yet. But I'm looking forward to that. Are you talking about the Deviant? Yeah, the one with the, I, the blind. Out it's blind. It was like it was raised blind. That's why it uses like its bubbles to like feel st- stuff or whatever. Ooh. And then um, third is kind of a cross-up between a monster I never get to fight and one that I love fighting but nobody else wants to fight. Um, Devil Joe, but that but nobody ever wants to fight him, so I've only fought him like a total of four times ever. Hmm. And then Dalamador, because giant giant snake that looks awesome, has blades everywhere, and all of his weapons have blades everywhere. <laughs> so he's fun. <laughs> Yeah, he's a cool one. Cool. Um, so, Zachram, what are what are your top three and not four? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um. Well, like in order. Well, they're not really in any order, but I I do like the sure. Slytherin looking ones the most. Like I really like uh, Acantor, Agnactor. Which one's the big one? Uh, Acantor is the giant one. It yeah. has four legs and tusks. And Ignactor is the Leviathan. Right, right. The crocodile. Ignactor, Ignactor then. Because I just love... Okay. That laser breath is fun and ridiculous. And I remember just sliding, like, jump supermaning through a bunch of them on 3U. It's it's pretty epic. It's yeah. my second favorite monster a lot because of that flame. Uh, one I... Uh, s- beam. One is mainly, like, on the design is the Nadjarala. <laughs> That's hard to say. The Snagerala? Yeah. The, the snake? Yeah. Yeah, that's I, what I call it. I, that's not an official thing. It's right. just... He's just really cool looking to me. I just, I wish he was harder to fight because he's so easy to just like mess up hard. Like his mechanics are cool, like like trip mines with then sonic bombs. Sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. He's real fun to play. Yeah. Um, um, I like him a lot. Um, I haven't talked about him yet, um, but he's easily my fourth. Um, he... He was the biggest surprise for me as far as like, wow, this is a fun monster in fourth generation. Yeah. Um, he was gunning. He, I don't gun. That was oh, just that's right. <laughs> I mean, I, I know how to, and I, well, I do from time to time, but yeah, not, not seriously. Yeah. Anyway, I, sorry. And I guess my favorite monster just goes back to just Nagakuga. Like any variation of him is oh, just yeah. fun and exciting. It's just exciting to fight him, and it's really fun to cut off his tail, but then, you know, he's still... I, the only thing I don't like about him is that he sleeps somewhere I can't hit him, unless you're a gunner, but... Yeah. Is, uh... He... Three is the one that had the green Nargaku, right? Yeah, the green one that was barely different at all. <laughs> Three, you, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I was going to say, Narcacuga is another one. I, lo- I mean, I, I love all monsters that are boss monsters. I'll say that right up front. I, I There's nothing that I, I, no monster that I don't really like. Um, well, but we I could rem- do, I, I we could do like remember. worst monsters event one day. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, I'd be hard for me to pick one though. Cause eh, I mean, there's some, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I find greatness in just about all of them, even, even though people don't believe me. <laughs> um, but, uh, what I was going to say about, uh, uh, Nargakuga is I remember wanting to fight him so bad because we didn't know if we were going to get freedom, uh, unite, uh, or, you know, we didn't know we were going to get that game for a long time in the U S and a lot of people following the two G and that kind of stuff. Um, and I remember that at least for me and my brother, and maybe some other people, they, they speculated that Nargakuga's name, when localized, was going to be uh, Panthrax. <laughs> uh, so it was, panther, yeah, because oh. uh, it was like Tigrex, but it was a panther. So Panthrax. Yeah. And then you have the Anthrax sort of mixed in there. So. <laughs> yeah. It, I, mean, I, I, li- I mean, I like everyone's choices for sure, but I've. I have fond memories of of like wishing to fight Nargakuga for a long time. Cool. Um, so for the final part of this question, um, this is this is a new one we've added recently. Um, so if you had to date a monster, which monster would that be, Lobrin? So I, I still stand firm by this with uh, Mitsune because. Okay. You can go to hot springs, relax, chill, have some nice tea, because it's got that real like kind of Japanese flower tea garden kind of feel about it. Yeah. Plus, it doesn't yep. instantly get angry at you because it's just trying to chill. Cool. Yeah. Uh, just just some context, Zachary. We had this as a question uh, a long time ago on the previous podcast, and oh. Lobrun was part of that podcast. <laughs> so. No, that's uh, a that's a hard one. Like I'm trying to think. I mean, it all goes by physical appeal, <laughs> I guess, at this point. But I'm trying to think of yeah. my personality as a monster with Lobrum's answer here. Um, I guess I would say I don't know. Like going by appearance, I would just you know no no. I'll, I'll go with Narcilla just because I'm weird like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just I, I that's you. like Narcilla would be like right at fourth because I think it's a really cool monster and I'm really glad it came back in Double Cross. Plus we don't. Oh, that's hilarious! We don't get a lot of uh, insecty monsters half the time in the games. Mm-mm. No, we don't. That's that's a shame. Part of me wants to fight a giant centipede, and the other part of my mind screams, "No, please!" No centipedes, no thank you. But like, doesn't Frontier has like a scorpion guy, right? That's Frontier only yes, or something. It looks so uh, cool. Akura Vashima, I think, is his name. Yeah, that would be cool if we got something like that. Of all the frontier monsters, I think he's the one I've wanted to fight the most. He's also partly why um, I've always played Skarner in League of Legends. <laughs> <laughs> he's really close, huh? He does have the crystals all over him and stuff. Yeah, yeah. didn't yeah. I, I never made that connection. Uh, I, I definitely did. He was the first hero I bought in that game. But yeah, it's another game. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, great. Um, so I mean that that was pretty quick for intro. Um, typically that's like a forty-five minute section. So cool. I didn't want to take up too much of your guys' time with all the backstory of the first moment I saw a monster or something. Well, I mean it helps give context uh, yeah. to people, you know, listening. So don't worry about it. Um, I went on for maybe thirty minutes for my first one. It's <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm just full of myself. Who knows? But <laughs> no, it's just because like um, the first time I played Monster Hunter, I remember like this looks like a raid boss, but why is there only like four people walking around? Because it was Fatalis. My friend was fighting Fatalis mm-hmm. when I was visiting visiting him, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, I'm playing Monster Hunter." And he's like, "I'm like, what is this? Like you hunt bosses?" I'm like, "That sounds fun," but then like he gave me the Wii remote, and I was like, "This feels terrible," but I just <laughs> didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm like, so does this thing have like armor and weapons and stuff? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, how many slots? And he's like, how many slots are there in Monster Hunter? I forget already. Six. Five. 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 An amulet. Okay. Yeah, I guess you can count the amulet. Because like, not really. In MMOs, I was used oh, yeah. to like 
the five plus a main weapon plus an offhand. It was just weird to me, like, why don't you have like a secondary offhand weapon? But then we kind of got that with the Kinsect with the Glaive, and that was, you know, that came later, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I surprisingly I didn't like insta die the first time I tried Monster Hunter, but uh, I don't really remember. I was just super hyped for 3U to come out because I did not want to play it on the Wii with those controls. I wanted to play it on my 3DS and just a lot of great memories with four friends sitting in a circle just playing until our 3ds's were super low on battery and then we would all go into outlet and still keep sitting around each other while we just kept key quest grinding up through hrs nice i remember why i bought try on the wii was it was in like the used section at gamestop or something and it was re- mm-hmm. heavily marked down i think because three would come out and so everybody turned in their try versions and I remember thinking, this is cheap. Oh, hey, that's a badass dragon. And I grabbed the game. <laughs> mm. What was that the was cover the for thought Try? Process behind that purchase. The cover for Try was just Laji by itself, right? Uh, for Try? Yeah. I'm going to look it up. Uh, Laggy was there. Yeah. And then for 3U, like, they bumped it up to Bracky. Was he? Was Bracky brand new for that game? Or... Or was he in try? He was he was new in three ultimate. Right. Yep, okay. He was just a guy, Chris, doing his thing. Um. So. Um. All of the uh, all of that aside. Um. So I'd like to get into uh, the main topic here, and it's actually a three parter. So I'll give you guys a little bit of heads up to think about the other ones because I'm going to start off with my answers anyways. Um. But. With uh, Marvel vs. Capcom getting um, Monster Hunter in it, um, which is something that you know a lot of fans have wanted for a while, and the Monster Hunter team was like, no, 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 don't do that, don't do that. But eventually someone caved, and now we have the Hunter in sort of Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. It got me thinking um, three things. Um, one, if you were to genre-bend Monster Hunter like they did for Monster Hunter Stories, what would be another genre you would want to take Monster Hunter into? Another one is um, if you were to cross Monster Hunter with another series, uh, like kind of like the Marvel versus Capcom idea, except it's like so-and-so versus Monster Hunter or like just a game that is a cross of the two games, what would that be? Um, And third of all, if you were to have a, uh, a a game that was um, it had so kind of like uh, what they did with Metal Gear Solid, where they had that secret area that had some Monster Hunter stuff, oh. would be another game that you would do that with. That was sick. So those are those are the three questions. Um, so the first one, and we'll just go by the first one. Uh, so if you were to genre bend Monster Hunter into another game, uh, what do you think that would be? And for me, I would want a tactical RPG, kind of like Mario vs. Rabbids, uh, XCOM, and that kind of thing, where you control a team of hunters in a village, and it's a turn-taking tactical RPG against the monsters. That would be actually pretty awesome. I like that. Yep. Yeah, I, I think you could do a lot with it. You could start to actually sort of, based on how Mario versus Rabbids works, where if some people aren't aware of what the game is, it's basically just a tactical RPG with Mario and Rabbids, and they can do stuff like jump off of each other to get better distance and that kind of stuff and cover and all, you know, all that sort of tactical RPG stuff, except they added in a lot of options of like basically teamwork where they boost each other up or flip each other across the field or that kind of stuff. So you could actually see some of that coordination that you see, especially in the Monster Hunter Generations intro, where is it the great sword user that rolls over the hammer user's back or something like something, something like that happens where you could actually see like some sort of like coordination in the fight. Now, granted, because it's a turn taking, you don't see it all at once, but some of those games do offer like a real time playback. Like you just let to watch it and replay and, I think that would be really cool to just sort of have a tactical RPG. That, so essentially the game works the same, except you're managing a team of hunters instead of, or, you know, a full village or a town instead of just your hunter. So yeah, it's kind of like, you, 
Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, it sounds kind of like D&D where it's basically, it is a real fight that's taking happening. It's just being played out in six second intervals of turns. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just how that genre plays out. That's, yeah. They've taken that first step with stories, so maybe they'll keep pushing depending on how stories does. But yeah, no, that sounds cool. Plus, I speaking of what Lobo said, people have made D&D translations of Monster Hunters, but people do that with lots of games all the time, yep. though. Yep. Um, full disclosure, I am also a moderator of D&D behind the screen. Hmm. So... I've been working on an ecology post, which I, that's what I do there. I do ecologies for monsters. I've been working on the flying wyverns ecology, sort of a crossover between Monster Hunter and D&D. Wait, was that your post that I saw? That made the D&D stats for yeah. monsters? No. Oh, okay. That was someone else. I'm not a stats person. Okay. But it was a very brilliant post that was that did make me think, like, uh, maybe I could do that eventually. <laughs> yeah, I did send that to some of my friends for further play. <laughs> <laughs> awesome so uh zekram lobo lobo do you, you guys have any ideas of how you would genre bend the game i do have one all right okay silly you can go so <laughs> there was a ps2 and gamecube I, I could be wrong there game a while back that was called mm-hmm. godzilla destroy all monsters it was a uh-huh. fighting game of just everything God, all the Godzilla monsters in in a fighting game, 3D environment. I, I had it for GameCube. I loved it. So did I. Can I, I just get GameCube that? Also? But we pick from the roster of all the monsters. Like, I want to have a fighting game where I can have a Bracadillos beat down a, uh, beat down a Devil Joe or whatever in real time between people. I think that'd be great. <laughs> um, did you ever play the fighting game Warpath Jurassic Park? I did not, but I heard about it. It kind of reminds me of that, too. It's the same concept. You're playing the dinosaurs, um, but they're in a fighting game, except the Warpath was a 2D fighting game um, and had, like, combos and everything. It was so funny. Another one that... Just, they, oh, sorry, go on. It was just just see an Ankylosaurus, like, spin combo a T-Rex in the air and juggle them. It was just so funny. That sounds awesome. <laughs> uh, another oh, game that, that uh, is comparable to Destroy Monsters would be... Um, that would also kind of fit that Monster Hunter thing of just monsters fighting monsters is the the Zoids Battle Legends. Right, yeah, those Be- games are pretty similar, yeah. Because uh, my main reason for bringing that up is because certain monsters, you know, wouldn't be really a match for each other. Like, yeah, it'd be funny to see <laughs> uh, an, a Cantor go against a Jaggy, but not really balanced. <laughs> That's what they did in Warpath. You could have, like, a Velocity... Uh, well, I almost come to a Velocidrum or Velociprey. <laughs> Velociraptor go against the T-Rex and it was just totally unmatched. It was, but they, I don't think they cared. Like, it's just like, that's what it is. <clears throat> like, <laughs> so that's what I want is just a monster fighting game. Cool. I mean, fighting is, uh, fighting is an easy translation, which is, I think why MVCI got it first. Yeah, took him a while. It did. Uh, Zachary, what about you? All right. I mean, I don't want to start a riot here, but I think, and I know this is like there's like a, a app similar to it, but like we need like straight up Hearthstone Hunter or something or hunt, Hunter Stoner, whatever you want to call it, because like there is enough. So like a collectible card game based on Monster Hunter. Yep. And then like I can see uh, that. It was like you have enough monsters, like joke monsters plus serious raid boss monsters and plenty of weapon classes and then you know you can have cards yeah. that are like tripped on bomb or like monster like the monster exploded your bomb before you could actually lay it down or sleep sleep bomb and all that good stuff or like the cats wow. the cats would throw a lot of like you know humor in there for the cards i but have a sure i have a suggestion towards that idea have you ever played any of those uh, DC deck builder games or any of the deck builder games where I played it's the technically Marvel all four builder. people working against like one thing? Yeah, I played the Mar- uh, Marvel Builder once. Yep. You could kind of have that for Monster Hunter. Each person takes a weapon and like the deck of bosses to flip over is just a deck of monsters. So you're mm. cooperative, but not quite cooperative. You that know? sounds really fun. That idea is so good. You should write that down right now. <laughs> <laughs> kickstart it go yes 
I will give it. Not that you would get the approval from Capcom. I will give it three weeks for a DCMA notice. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they're they're pretty protective of that stuff. Um, Cool. I mean, that's a good one. Um, I didn't. I never thought of that. And I love collectible card games. I was big into Magic for a long time. I know they have like an app which might have like monster cards because like there's monster cards on the wikia so they have like the assets for it but i really oh, want yeah. them i really want them to like play into like the hearthstone kind of thing where it's like more like this is like hunter sitting around a table strategizing what would happen and like you play it out um are you guys familiar with the mobile game um puzzles and dragons yes yep. i i played it for a while then had to quit had to so there is a monster hunter event or there was a something some sort of deal where they did cross over monster hunter into puzzles and dragons and there are puzzles and dragons monster hunter things oh wow really um yeah uh shady figure um is he it was pretty big into puzzles and dragons and he was like really excited and he was talking about it to me one time like it's i used to play puzzles and dragons i had been out of it by the time this happened but yeah it's it's out there um i think it was part of uh, the Double Cross promotion stuff because the uh, Deviant Diablos is one of the cards. Oh, wow. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. And it's apparently a really powerful one in the game. And I was I would have, if I was still playing Puzzles and Dragons, I would have, well, I almost picked it up again because <laughs> of that, honestly. Um, so, yeah, that's, yeah, I think there's a, there's a high potential for definite uh, genre bend there, especially. I, I like. I think I like your idea the best, Zekrom. Like that. That really appeals to me. Yeah. No, it's just like because uh, when Hearthstone first came out, I'm like, wow, this is a fantastic idea. Are they gonna make StarCraft Heroes of StarCraft also? But like they never, like they, <laughs> they really like just keeping us with the Warcraft thing. But I'm like, you know, like it's a good structure. Like use it for other things, you know. And like people, mm-hmm. people don't really do it justice. Like the Blizzard does it with their care. So it's just like, you just have to try hard i think like the closest thing out there right now is like this game called shadowverse you might have seen it on twitch a couple times when crip gets sponsored to play it it's just like it's hearthstone but anime <laughs> i'll have to check that out yeah. i don't like crip he's I'm a huge diablo fan and he he <laughs> he, he snuffed us hard <laughs> oh arpg monster hunter anybody that sounds uh I would like it, but I, I don't think that it would work out too well, yeah. just because the nature of... Oh, the random weapon you know, drops sort of, would go against like the whole grind it out till you make your own character. Well, well that and the sort of pseudo-many-enemy idea. Mm. Like, what do you got to do? Throw thousands of Velocipray at us <laughs> and just throw a Velocidrome at the end of the map? Like, uh, it's, <laughs> I feel true. very underwhelmed. Yeah. And then what's going to happen is you're going to have, like, okay, here's a bunch of baby Rathalos and Rathians and then I mean, they, the troublesome pairs. I'm just Stories. imagining their their stupid uh the the system that Diablo uses where they put little prefixes on thing like you know flaming jailer da 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> I was thinking of like flaming jailer molten screaming Kezu and just being you know I bet you could get some some pretty decent uh modifiers onto some of these so like you said like um you could probably like like mix and match monsters and it would just be like these like frankenstein of monster hunter monsters that have these affixes so like you would have screaming which means they upgrade the 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 roar to high earplugs for like every monster so they would just pitch shift up like a kazoo (laughs) or like they pitch shift up like a cut cue and it'd be like this like when it roars, it does a high grade earplug. <laughs> oh man, that'd be great. That's cool until you accidentally get like uh, a, a screaming molten Tigrex and people die. Oh no! <laughs> uh, I mean, it kind of already is one, right? I mean, it kind of already has all of that—the high grade earplugs you need and that kind of stuff—and it is molten already. And you could have. Um, elemental changes like it's a it's a fire element kazoo and that kind of stuff and 
Or did you guys get yeah. to the end of For You? Because I remember the Molten Tigris, Tigrix is one of the reasons that just like I just hit that wall and I just couldn't go further at For You with the Molten Tigrix. I honestly am okay with Molten because he moves slower than a normal Tigrix. That's true, but like... Yeah, I that never one, had that many problems with him. It's just like that one mission, he was like half the field and it's like just a circle field, right? Where he's at and I'm just like... The, the tower. Yeah, yeah. so oh, I'm just yeah. like... I think I can only get like three hits or else like I get knocked out. <laughs> and then like you have four towers to hide behind before he destroys them all. I just... But then again, I was just, just trying to solo him because I, I like to solo through Monster Hunter games until like... Yep. Uh, I end up doing it myself. So I, I did solo that. Um, I won't say I beat it on my first try, uh, but I don't feel like I had a over difficult time of doing it either. Um. Mostly because I think that's the first time I fought Molten Tigrex at that point. Yeah, me too. So I was like, okay, so what's going on here? But he gets faster as he gets more damaged or just as the fight goes on, mm. too. That's where he started to get a little overwhelming is when he got faster. I was like, okay, this is this is picking up speed. I, I don't like this. Mommy, I need help. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. So I think uh, we can go ahead and say... Um, for a just a full crossover, w- yeah. What would you like to see? Uh, sort of, yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be like a Monster Hunter game, uh, you know, per se. But like, or you know, the other game per se, it could be like something entirely different. You know what I mean? Like, it's like this, like the action RPG that's Monster Hunter in this, like you know, whatever. Um, but it's like two series that you think would go well together, and and. Um, personally for me, um, I've tossed a lot around with sort of like what you could do, like what you could mix with everything. Um, but honestly, I think the easiest one, and it's already been done. We've mentioned it before is just a D and D monster Hunter crossover, mm. just entire crossover. Um, something probably in the vein of Neverwinter nights, that kind of thing. Um, that is sort of an action RPG, but it's not a, it's kind of like its own D and D genre action RPG. You know what I mean? Like it's, you can be slow paced with it. You don't have to have multitudes of enemies in that. Um, you know, so you know, that's, there's an ironic thing is that the one I have is actually made by Capcom also, which makes it really weird. <laughs> sure. No, it's just like, there's this game. I don't know if you guys ever played, have you guys ever played dragon's dogma? I've heard it's great. It's great. Um, oh, what's up? Dragon's Dogma, I think, was supposed to be like, oh, the Japanese like Monster Hunter. Well, do you think the West would maybe like a westernized pseudo version of it? And we called Dragon's Dogma. <laughs> <laughs> That's at least like, I feel like what they did. Like, I mean, uh, it's smoother. You can climb on monsters. Like they have skills and abilities. I'm like, I just and I. It's either published or made by Capcom. I have I haven't double checked, but. It's made by a... Yeah, so I'm like, how... I mean, was this, like, trying to be separate? But, like, why didn't it just, like, keep the branding? But I get, I get what you mean. Like, they were probably trying to reach to a different audience. Yeah. But on, like, the reverse end, though, I've always had this, and I know it's this idea, but it's never going to happen. Like, I really wish, like, um, we could hunt, like, legit Pokemons. But, like, Nintendo would never let that happen. Because, <laughs> like, I've wanted to, like, mount a Rayquaza and just, like, stab it until it falls it's basically a dalamador <laughs> yeah oh man. like some of their some of their legendaries are well like well designed like physically looking and i'm like but you know like it's just like a skin basically like toestra is basically like an entei or you know but they have a lot of birds though so i don't know how well that would work with like a mefesto being skinned three times like that kind of crossover would be cool but i'm sure that would never fly <laughs> with the pokemon um... company a I mean, there's is, been a lot of fan art of that. A Groudon a is basically a, a Cantor. <laughs> yeah. The, have you guys seen the one where the guy is like basically wearing Pikachu skins and has a spear? Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that one's great. <laughs> That's cool, yeah. Yeah, that, that one... I guess I see a lot of people going for that one, especially if they don't like Pokemon. <laughs> I mean, I like Pokemon. I to kill that crap. Oh yeah, I do too. I, I just, did at least. I think the main appeal of it is like the armor sets you can make out of their designs would be ridiculously good looking. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
I know I don't play Pokemon seriously anymore. I've played I think I've played every main series Pokemon game. But at this point, like I play through the like the story of the game and mm-hmm. like the Elite Four or whatever the equivalent is, and I'm just I'm just done. Um, and lately, what I've been doing is I've been theming my character. So the last couple of games, I've made myself a bug catcher, and I call myself like Bug Catcher Fort, and <laughs> I only catch bugs. And uh, <laughs> oh. and the uh, uh, what was it X and no no Sun and Moon? I was Bird Catcher Fort. And I only had bird Pokemon, and yeah, so yeah, I I make my own fun out of that game, but yeah, back to back to Monster Hunter. I think I think that's uh, that's a good crossover too. Uh, Lobo, what about you? What was it? What's a good full crossover? So I made, gave a small hint at it earlier, but uh, I'd like to see a Zoids kind of crossover with Monster Hunter in terms of either bringing their you know their mechanical. Uh, beasts into no. Monster Hunter that you have to I, fight with with their missiles and everything. I am so down. Or with that idea. making mechanical versions of our existing monsters. Yes. From yes. Monster Hunter. Everything yes to that. Yes. I was so excited when yeah. I saw the the trailer for Horizon Zero Dawn, and I'm like, it's happening, it's happening. And then you see like, oh, it's just like adventure-y. It's not like a hunting game. And I'm like, never mind. Because like Machine Hunter would be cool in my opinion, but. Because can you imagine a mechanical Teostra? That's basically what a Liger is, or Liger Zero is. And okay. I am not familiar with uh, Zoids oh, and that kind of stuff. So you, you know Gundam, right? Yes. Oh, no, I know what the Zoids are. Oh, you just haven't done it. Okay. Yeah, I had a cousin. She was really into them. I think she's still into them. And I was just like, hey, cool. They're mechanical things. More power to you. <laughs> but I <laughs> thought that'd like, be cool. I do have I do have another minor suggestion, but I just want to see it because it'd be goofy looking. Uh, uh-huh. pe- uh, Cabela's big game monster hunter, <laughs> <laughs> just a railgun shooter <laughs> monster. Because <laughs> that's what Cabela's feels like to me. It's not really railgun. I played it on the Wii at least. Like I have, yeah. I it's just know. it's just bow guns and like <laughs> traditional hunting like well, traditional like real life hunting i should say yeah by the way i didn't want to discount your 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 zoids topic i just like i i don't have a lot of experience with zoids yeah it's hard to get into something you don't know quite a bit about well, he's not really saying. I mean, you're saying Zoids, but I think he's mostly focusing on mechanical monsters and like bringing like the genre oh, yeah. into like a futuristic hunter, like you know, like sure. So like, I think he's like leaning more into like the guns, like better guns for him, or like a revamp gun play for you, <laughs> since you like to gun a lot. Yeah. Oh, um, I I would say a lot of people sort of looked at Horizon Zero Dawn as possibly that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't played Horizon. Um, it's a good game. PS4. It's a good game. Just no desire to. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a Monster Hunter game or a hunting game, whatever you want to call the genre. But it's it's a good game yeah. though. Yeah, a lot of people were like really hyped, like, "Oh, well, look at this giant T Rex thing! It's like Monster Hunter combat." And I'm like, "No, nah, not really." <laughs> I mean, like, even for the E3 stuff they showed, I was like. I mean, it's hard to tell just from, like, that one video, but, like... There were a couple cool monster fights in uh, in that game. Like, I think there's, like, some Storm Eagle thing you have to, like, hit with, uh, like, harpoons to chain it to the ground so you can actually kill it. Otherwise, it destroys you with, like, electricity and crazy stuff. But eh, the yeah, gameplay but, wasn't there for that. Yeah, but Monster Hunter isn't really about... The, I mean, you can do traps, but that's not, like... You have to trap it to damage it here. You know, it's not a yeah. puzzle in the fight like uh, something like that would be. You know what I mean? It's not. But giving it's me... like it's like literally like tooth and tail, just like fighting. Right. Whereas, you know, that that sounds like oh no, it's not vulnerable unless I do this and this. And it's kind of like a raid boss ish thing, like, uh, which I've only ever raided in one game and that's destiny Two, and just i get i i get the idea though that like you you kind of have to solve the puzzle of the fight more so than do the fight it's like survive and solve the puzzle versus but that sometimes turns into a detriment you know it's like oh all all fights are the same you know there's like figure out the puzzle because of this thing 
Yeah, fight the figure out the puzzle, opens damage phase, spam, 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 do it again. Which is that's the good thing about Monster Hunter, it's like you can be fast if you know what you're doing, you know, you don't have to wait for like this immunity phase to go away and stuff like that. Just so a note, mm -hmm. why don't we have like a giant flying electrical bird thing in Monster Hunter? I think that'd be awesome. I do have a question. So what's your guys' opinion about Valfal? Because like, like, Monster Hunter has always been... Giant dragon. Yeah. Like, people have always been like, oh, keep it like eight all natural, like realistic, like, you know, realistic as in, you know, hu like biological. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. Like, There's always justification yeah. for all of them. But like Valfal yeah. is like one of the first steps, like this is a jet. <laughs> this is a jet monster. <laughs> I think it's so, kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I I don't know if this was mentioned. Because I know you guys yeah, talked about Nacarcles. Yeah, you guys talked about Nacarcles, but I don't know if you guys talked about Valfal before. So one of the things that you could justify. So I, you know, there's flame sacks, right? That's an established thing in the universe. Yeah. They can spit fire. They can basically cause ignition and that kind of stuff through chemicals and however they explain uh, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so if you think about sort of a self-starting beam, like Gravios, right? Gravios can just shoot that beam, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now think of those sacks in the wings pointing backwards, and that's how I would justify Valfal. Okay. I mean, I don't have a problem with him. I think he's dope, but, like, I know yeah, some people, yeah. like, I love question. Him. Oh, no, it's, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's it's the longest stretch in logic that I've ever had to do to describe something in Monster Hunter, yet. Yeah. Um. Maybe even Blast Slime. That's that one is just hard to get around your head around too, because like, how does he secrete that much and just like not intake that much water or whatever? He's why is he not? <laughs> like, why is he not blowing up on his fist? Why is it only when it touches the ground it decides to blow up? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, it eventually blows up on him, but like yeah, I think it's, it's like he yeah. like, he sweats nitroglycerin, I guess, like naturally or something. Yeah, it's oh, something this is a like sidebar, maybe but you know how uh, secretion. I don't. I don't know. does the little um, when he's gonna fire up his stuff, he does those little red particles everywhere. Mm -hmm. If you ever get a chance to watch Gundam Double O, that's the exact same red particle thing that they use for their their boosters and their engines and jets <laughs> that they have on their back. Those little mm -hmm. red particles. Hmm. I guess it's supposed to be like a sign of energy is building up. Watch out, watch yeah. out. Nice shortcut for it, yeah. Visual shortcut. Okay. So, um, there we go for the uh, second one. So, the third one is, if you were to put Monster Hunter as like a secret bonus or that kind of thing, like an Easter egg in another game. Ooh. That was, that was the third one, sorry. Um, anyways, uh, so the third one... Uh, having Monster Hunter as an Easter egg in another game. Uh, so just a little context of uh, what I was thinking of is I really like that uh, Doom, the 2016 version, made a call out to Skyrim in it. Um, and a couple other games where you go into a secret room, but in, the one in Skyrim is there was a burned up skeleton wearing the iron... Uh, dragonborn helm and had an arrow in his knee mm. and it's a total serious <laughs> game but like it was like paying homage not only to the game but to a joke in the game um so i would like to see something of like that serious of caliper have like a like a uh, um a, a reference and the one that that really i want to see that's also another capcom game to have like another reference like that is um I want to see a Resident Evil, you because Resident Evil does zombie whatever, zombie everything, zombie super sci-fi. Like I mean, Nemesis is like one of the craziest like monsters that exists. It's like unkillable rocket launcher building yeah. gargantuan zombie. So, and they've had like zombie plants. If you played Outbreak, <laughs> and they've had zombie elephants, and like that kind of stuff, I would really like to see like a zombie monster hunter monster appear in like a, maybe like a bonus boss in one of the Resident Evils. So like you, you imagine like a uh, like a zombie Brothalos, or uh, I think uh, an interesting one would probably be like a zombie Devil Joe, just sort of pull in like that zombie T Rex idea. 
<laughs> well, that's like going that. far, yeah. Yeah, I think I think that would be a really fun like Easter egg, or you know, just put it in the full game, but like a, a nice fun call out to Monster Hunter from another game. So if that kind of gives the context of along the lines that I was thinking. Okay. Um, just based on the games I've been playing lately, I mm-hmm. think it'd be a neat one to take uh, for um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Warframe. Since mm-hmm. you know you are used to these strange, um, the, the, the all the all the, like the generals in space are always like, oh, the Grenier have gotten a hold of a new uh, technology or a new virus or a new thing. How, like have it be like on just like Earth somewhere. They're like the they've uncovered this rare fossil and they're attempting to revive it. And you go down to fight it, and it turns out it's like Agnactor or Rathlos out of nowhere, and you have to suddenly deal with this giant monster. Okay. Cool. I'm glad you explained it because I I don't I haven't played Warframe, so it's, it's just a ninja, get magical idea. ninja robots fighting in space with guns. Uh, yeah, I mean I, I cursorily know, but yeah, I'm glad you explained like the context of how you would find it is what I was saying. Oh like, yeah, because yeah, I I've been offered to play that game several times and I'm just like I don't want to. Especially <laughs> since they've now intru- introduced this uh, like open area, like mm-hmm. open world zone they could put like a monster like that in the open world zone is just kind of a one in a hundred spawn of oh hey look at the thing that we made show up okay cool mine might be like a a little tame but like i think like the easiest one would be like dark souls like combat similar like boss levels are similar just like you walk into like i don't know like a like a museum or something a museum room and then like Mm -hmm. I guess the dark spirits of Dark Souls like bring one of the monsters to life, and I, I would feel like for some reason I feel like it'd be something funny like a Berioth, just like oh Berioth, Beroth, Beroth, that the shovel one, <laughs> the one that oh, yeah. yeah, like that yeah, one. They're just, very like, close in name. Like just the That's one excusable, the one that just like yeah. scoops you up and like you like throw you off like the edge and then cheap game over <laughs> something like that. Uh, yeah, I could see that. And it's not it, something that's too magical to be out of place, like no fire breath or stuff, but it's there. Well, you know, they already have dragons in there, so like it wouldn't be too... like Arathalos actually would fit in way too well, in my opinion. <laughs> I wanted to choose one of like the uniquer monsters, because like, fire-breathing dragons already checked on that game's list. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, tch, fire is probably the most common element in Monster Hunter, too. Hmm. So, it's not like... Uh... But I think it it's would be a nice surprise, move. yeah. Like, if you just open a door and, like, you see, like, a more organic monster instead of, like, a medieval kind of thing, just stand in there past, mm. past the fog gate for the boss. It would be uh, it'd be something different. But the combat would play well to it because Dark Souls is already, like, has, like, that heavy kind of feeling that Monster Hunter does. I would say Dark Souls has a lot heavier of a feeling. I've always felt like Monster Hunter, at least in somewhat, in some degree, has been lighthearted. I feel like it's gotten faster with every game. Like, I feel like back in 3, it was like... I don't know. I feel like it's gotten lighter as the games have gone by. Yeah. <laughs> have you either of you guys played Stick of, or the new South Park game yet? Not yet. Uh, no, I've been watching a Let's Play by Jesse Cox, though. I, I just thought of a scene where, like, one of the monsters shows up and, like, Cartman yells at somebody like, what is this? I told you we're not playing your stupid monster game. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah that'd be a good that'd be good like just like a nice sweet easter egg instead of, like a full monster fight just like stop playing with your stupid like they'll, they'll do it like one of their uh you know like south parkisms of a, of a series we're not playing monsters and hunters god <laughs> we're not playing hunters of hunters of monsters Shh. kyle get out of here well knowing them they're like, we're not playing monster hunter yeah that reminds me of a funny conversation I had. So back when uh, 4U came out, uh, mm-hmm. so like I was playing heavily at uni, at uni and um, my, like I would sit around a group of people that all had the 3DSs, like the weeb I am. But um, so like another person would be playing Animal Crossing, and I'd be like, "What's so?" Because I don't like Animal Crossing. No, like I, I, I don't like. It's just not my taste. But you can like it if you want to. Well, like, what's the point of that game? You just do the same things to get new stuff to put in your house. And then they asked me like, and then I'm like, then they're like, what's the point of your game? I'm like, 
to hunt things to get stuff to put on my body is like it's the same i'm like no it's not mine's cooler <laughs> oh you guys probably know this uh animal crossing does have a, a crossover with uh monster hunter now oh really oh does it if, i didn't know that if you scan one of the monster hunter amiibo figures a feline moves into your village he's just a cute little cat villager and he brings in some nice. monster well, right. decorations like uh an egg nest and the the treasure or the the supply chest and uh like cooking meat that you can actually interact with and it plays the uh cooking meats uh music and oh that's cool yeah and also no, a, i never knew that a I set of rathalos armor that you can display in your house i actually i actually I, had forgotten about the monster hunter amiibos that usa doesn't get so i'm like oh, i just okay. need a monster hunter amiibo figure now <laughs> yeah i, I kind of do want to get those for the collector in me i do have a monster hunter collection it's not very robust it's mostly just the games i don't have a lot of figures i do have a lot of t-shirts i think i have eight monster hunter t-shirts um yeah a lot uh red bubble yep um but uh yeah i just have the games i have a couple of a couple of the japanese ones um i do have the second special edition 3ds um i the silver one, right? The... Yeah, that that is the Generations one. Oh, okay. Not the silver one from uh Not 4. the silver one. I wanted to get the silver one, but I think when 4U came out, I had just got off of unemployment because I had a not because I got fired or anything, but um I had a contract that expired. Mm. Uh, and I was looking for the next contract basically. And I was in between jobs and then that came out and I was like I can't afford it. I just can't so I actually had a funny dilemma because that was the same time the Majora's Mask one came out, and I'm like, do I want the mm-hmm. Majora's Mask one or do I want the Monster Hunter one? And like, naturally, I want the Monster Hunter one, but like, the bad person in me is like, oh, keep the Majora's Mask one just because it's rare. <laughs> mm-hmm. But they, I guess they both end up being rare. A, a guy messaged me asking about the Monster Hunter, so I sold it to him for normal price. I didn't like scalp it or anything. Hmm. Uh, wait no, I think the Monster Hunter cost more because it actually came with the game, like a download code. So it did technically cost more than the Majora's Mask 3DS. I don't remember it costing more. I think it was supposed to be 300, right? Which was no 250, 200, 250. I got my. I can't. I can't remember. I got my blue one for the same cost as a normal DS. I actually just traded in my other one. Mm. Yeah. Which is good because yeah. my button was running out or one of my shoulder buttons was not working because i was keeping in my pocket prop wrong that's the one thing that makes me happy about the switch is like if i'm rough while i'm hunting i could just i don't have to replace the whole system (laughs) yeah Hmm. yeah that's that's uh, a definite plus i do have a connection issue with one of my joy cons um it's not like the the whatever sensor issue that was happening with the because i have a launch model but uh, i didn't have that problem it's um i don't know for some reason the right one can slide off without me pushing the button uh it's it's just that one thing but uh cool um so i think that wraps it up for the the main topic i wanted to get into We'll just move into the final sort of lighthearted thing. And we're going to kind of go along with the same theme of how, like basically crossovers and that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, so just a little context as to why I thought about this one. Um, kind of a throwback, to, uh, the sort of Animal Crossing thing also. I never understood Animal Crossing, Farmville, any sort of like... I'm doing things that I would do, you know, people do in real life <laughs> and I'm calling it a game. Right. Yeah. Uh, I've never got into those games. I'm always like, that's dumb. Why would I do that? That's just, that's just time management. I'll tell you what though. Stardew Valley has me freaking hooked. <laughs> um, and if you, you look uh, uh, like stuff in Reddit, I've been asking a lot of questions about Stardew Valley because like, I don't know what it is about that game. Well, I do know now I've sort of boiled it down is I do like the sort of farming stuff. That's sort of nice and easy going. Right. But what really hooked me was the sort of like dating sim in it. 
Mm. Like you can get married and that kind of thing, which sounds weird, but I kind of like a good romance in a, in a game or a movie or that kind of stuff. And that's how I felt like that was like the characters are really just like they become you. They become very fleshed out the more you get to know them in Stardew Valley. So what got me thinking of that is like <laughs> we talk about dating a monster. So wh- how would you guys think a Monster Hunter dating sim would be handled? Now, we don't have to go into the weird spot where you're dating the monsters like Hatuful Boyfriend and those kind of dating sims. <laughs> that's actually um, what I was thinking. <laughs> was like, no, you could totally go there if that's what you think w- w- would be uh, an interesting an interesting one. But I think along the same lines of Stardew Valley, I think that you could be like um, sort of like a village simulator where you're a hunter and you're, you're instead of farming, you got hunt, right? Yeah. You still have to do the monster hunts, but it's simplified and you do it in a day and you'll have so much time. So the hunt has to have, you know, let's just say realistically, like a good hunt takes four hours and maybe you could do another hour, you know, four hour hunt. But, you know, you're going to get low on health and energy and that kind of stuff. And the same way in doing the mines in Stardew Valley. It's really my only context for this. Oh, and you could um, go out and do like uh, supply quests too. And those would. Yeah, you could take up time with supply quests and that kind of stuff. Basically, you're building yourself and your town up as a hunter, but then you also had to build relationships with the people in the town. And the sort of pseudo thing is you could have a relationship with other people in the town, like let's say the quest guild girl. You know, she's like a, a, a an, a, an option. A fellow hunt, some fellow hunters are some options. The armor smith is an option. You're like you know, like that kind of stuff. Like you could like get to know and like sort of like date other people in, in the monster hunter community. And I, I thought that would be like a cool idea for like a monster hunter slash dating sim kind of thing. And some of the hunters, you could uh, you could say like, well, it, it becomes less of a choice of oh, do I want the heavy bow gunner or do I want the lancer, <laughs> and more of a who do I want to spend more time with today? <laughs> right. So you learn to fight with that person more often or that kind of stuff. And um, like you could have like multiple different like vendors to like have different things. But like you would go to that vendor more because they're more like your love interest in the game, that kind of thing. So like you could have like competing vendors if it's like a big city monster hunter or something. I don't know. How big. far have you uh, gotten in Stardew? We're in year two. My wife and I played together. Okay. So we're in year two. We're married and we have a kid with Haley. I wasn't, I wasn't sure. My wife was not happy with, she's like, why did you pick like, the popular blonde girl? And I'm like, actually I thought her character development was kind of the best in my head of what we saw so far. So uh, whatever. The reason I ask is because then you could, cause you mentioned like, uh, depending on what store, Similar to, it's like, oh yeah, you can either support the small, like kind of hometown vendor who doesn't always have what you want, or you could go to big Mega Mart person, and then the small town vendor might may hate you more for it. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm aware of the Jaja Mart thing. I've never even set foot in there. Good. In the save. Don't support the man. <laughs> <laughs> I do see half the town leave for that place when it opens, though. Um, it's like yeah. one of those everybody hates walmart but nobody's gonna stop going to walmart nope <laughs> mcdonald's so many people say how bad mcdonald's is and there's a i kid you not the, the, the mcdonald's near my work there's a line around that mcdonald's every day i cannot uh, not that i can eat mcdonald's anymore being vegan now because like uh, there's not really good v- options there but it's across the street from a taco bell which by the way if you're vegan taco bells are really good <laughs> <laughs> yeah because their yeah. meat isn't it's shocking to me yeah, you. I mean, there's all sorts of things you can do, like hacks or whatever. But like, uh, replace um, taco meat with like black beans, which they do serve offline. Um, you need to tell me more about this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, it's, it's pretty simple. I'll just tell you right here: bean burrito, no cheese. That's vegan. You're good. Wow. I add potatoes for like seventy five cents. Uh, and yeah, I had you know I had no idea. That's cool. Yeah, I know it's weird. I'm a monster hunter. I love the. I have a I heart Monster Hunter, and the I heart is a well-done steak, but I'm a vegan, so <laughs> just part of the culture. Well, you can say you're helping the ecosystem by thinning out certain monsters. <laughs> oh, if I was probably in that world, I probably would have eat, eaten meat and had no thoughts about it. <laughs> yeah. 
Cool. Um, so what do you guys think? How would a dating sim work for Moss Shiner? Um, or at least a relationship mechanic, I guess. I do like that idea of it depends on who you take out on hunts with you and you start developing relationships with different hunters. From what I understand, that could be like a persona thing also. I don't know how personas works. Uh, it's um, just like you select if you want to go out on the day with them and then at the end of the day, it's like, oh, well, I mean, it's scripted, you know, something cool just automatically happens. And then it's like, if you spend okay. en- if you spend enough time with them, like you hit like a threshold where it's like your friendship grew to the next level here's like a buff bonus like and then i guess that could apply to like hunts if you ever go out during the game too still okay i mean it's not too different in stardew valley you have to actively give them gifts mm. like you have to talk to them but that's about it they're all shallow systems yeah yeah Pers- <laughs> yeah i'll say personas is much more in depth because in that one you have to balance you know being a high schooler and what girls you like Versus going into like nightmare realms and fighting incarnations of your personalities, and <laughs> it's very different. Yeah, see, that's like the thing. Like, I'm a, I'm a very like, uh, like I don't like that stuff too much. It's like I, I like my monster hunter hunting. Like those first couple of quests, ugh, always hard to get through. But then, like once you get to the hunts, I'm more happy. Oh, don't get me wrong. It's not like I'm gonna drop monster hunter for this idea monster <laughs> first and foremost my favorite game series it was just i don't know it was something goofy to talk about yeah that's saying no, it, I, would, just... I would totally love hot to full boyfriend but with monsters <laughs> hot to full hunter yes wow that's a good title yeah <laughs> yeah i have you seen a full play th- i i mean i watched a full playthrough of it. i, I have never i, played I have it. did jesse cox play through it no, Dodger, um, who's also on the same podcast as Jessica. That also works, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I watched her playthrough of it. That is an insane game. Like, <laughs> it's, it's not like insane like, oh, it's funny because you're dating birds. It's like, no, it goes into some serious like dark places. <laughs> and it's got like this whole other side of it that you don't even realize. Like a whole like other half of the game opens up once you've dated every bird or something like that. It's weird. You know what? That would actually be kind of neat for Monster Hunter. Not only are you like worrying about dating them and stuff like that, but then it turns out there are actual hunters in this world. So now you have to worry about like, oh, you know, you were dating this one person, but now they're no longer here because a party got, you know, yeah. together and went for That's them. what my or idea was going like to be. Like have it be super serious yeah. and be have hunters be the bad people. Yeah, my idea was going to lean towards that. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever played that the visual novel series, the Danganronpa series, but like I've heard of it. I've like heard it, they're good. It does. The story is fantastic. It, it does have like a little mini like you know relationship sim part. You know, I just try to get over that. But like, yeah, um, I think the cool thing is like when you build a relationship that could get taken away like uh, at a certain part of the story, depending on who you happen to choose to build a stronger relationship with, could like you know make. A better monster hunter story with like oh you got close to your your partner hunter because you know it's just like it's like being a cop with your partner you know it's like if they go away then it's like well you never feel the same yeah i see what you mean it's kind of a i don't it's not part of an official story and if it is and if this is a spoiler you can edit this out or whatever but uh the reason the reason they have the the four hunter limit is because one time there was five hunters and the fifth yes. hunter, like, dead, like, perma-dead, forever dead. No carding. Oh, and really? so they're like, yes. yeah, no, no more than five, four hunters ever. Specifically, he was impaled by a Monoblos. Jesus. Oh, oh. <laughs> yes. And it is the second generation uh, elder. The girl, the, the older elder there. It was her husband. Oh, wow. Okay, mm-hmm. so yeah. Go, go with something like that where, you know, oh, yeah, your hunter friend can just die. So you could be bringing them on a hunt to spend more time with them, but in reality, you're bringing them on a hunt they have no safe reason to be going on, and you put them in danger. Now, someone can correct me if I'm wrong on that, but I do know it was because a Monoblos killed someone, and they were impaled, uh, and I do believe it was that elder's husband. I, c- I could be wrong on that information, but I do know that it was a Monoblos. So, 40 comments just a little on disclaimer. <laughs> I think it's also a pseudo explanation why a monopolis is an offline only thing too. I, I'm not sure on that either. But oh, is that a fact? I could see that tying. It's never into been it. an online huh? quest. Monopolis has never been an online quest. 
I'm trying to think if that's true now. In the past, so in the first Monster Hunter, that was true, mm. and in the Freedom Unite, that was true. Well, I mean, he hasn't. That true? He hasn't come back from any games. I'll tell you right now. Like after they introduced Diablos, it's like. Well, he's in for you. Well, no, Diablos was in the same generation. Oh, Diablos really? has been in. Okay. Yeah, Diablos has been in since game one, uh, and up until Monster Hunter Four, he was one of three monsters to be in every game. Uh, really? Yeah. yeah. I'm assuming Wrath yeah. is one of them. Oh, it's it's. Wrath and, and Rathian. It's oh. those, the, those two. Those are the only two that have been in every game now. Um, because Diablos missed both four and generations. Um, he no longer has that distinction, although he is a close behind them second because he was in 4U and now in Double Cross. So he's only missed two games. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, Monopolis and Diablos have always existed in the same game. Oh, Monopolis was the offline final boss for the first Monster Hunter. Did not know that. Yes. He's how you got the hero sword. No no idea. I, again, that's yeah. one thing I missed by not playing it. Yeah, that's way back for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I. It's funny because I've always liked Diablos and I've always liked Monopolis too. Um, but they're kind of essentially the same monster. There's different designs. I just like the dual horn design over the mono horn design. It's all. I love. I like Black Diablos because it its yell is so loud. Like it actually clips like certain speakers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. Kazoo's the same way though. Oh yeah, except his yeah, is except more high pitched and less loud. Also has that weird electronic humming in it. The the wall 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 <laughs> like that's the one is like wow that's a serious roar <laughs> it's like causing like electronic noise of course he has a lightning weapon that's so. true thank you hunters for joining us today and remember we'll see you next quest adios see you later. Thank you for joining us today, Hunters. You can catch our latest episodes on SoundCloud, and everything else you can catch on Reddit, Google Drive Download, and YouTube.